Good evening and welcome to the Adventures in Lollygagging. I am Aaron. I have supplanted Stephen and his Tuesday evening slot for for a couple of weeks while we run a, a fantastic uh, game that's on Kickstarter right now called Heroic Deeds. Uh, as I said, the Kickstarter is ongoing. It's got 15 days left. So if you like what you see here tonight, definitely go check it out. We'll be dropping some links. Uh, about the Kickstarter and the fact that you can go to Drive Through RPG right now and download the uh, the Quickstarter rules, uh, so you can actually get in, design your characters, uh, take it for a spin, see how it goes. There's also pre gens on Drive Through RPG and a, and a quick adventure, so you can check it out yourself. Uh, in addition, there is a Discord dedicated to heroic deeds and pete latimer the author of the game is is there and answering questions and explaining more about the game and the setting and if you just can't get enough of our actual play of heroic deeds you can always jump over to garblag games uh youtube channel and pete has been ro running heroic deeds himself for the last couple of months uh, you could check out episodes of that and see the author and expert of the game running it himself. However, he's graciously allowed us to jump into his world for a few weeks and, and showcase it for those of us here in the United States. Um, so come along and enjoy the journey. First, a little bit about Pete. Um, he is the founder and Twitch director of Garblight Games. He is the creator of Dodeca, which was uh, a a zine that came out a couple of years ago and is kind of their precursor to uh, heroic deeds. He's also a published TTRPG cartographer and he is the prime Garblag over at the Garpocalypse. The artists for this game and the art is beautiful in it, by the way, are Dean Spencer and Mustafa Bakir. I hope I am pronouncing those names correctly. Well, I'm pretty sure Dean Spencer is right. Mustafa Bakir. I'm not 100% sure on if I'm getting it wrong. I apologize. Uh, if you joined us last week, we went through character creation, which is it's a very interesting process where uh, the players define their legend by rolling a D12 uh, that expresses bits of their life, kind of a life uh, a life path system. So what we're going to do to start out this evening is we're going to go around Everybody's going to tell us what their legend was, and then they're going to tell us how they used that legend to develop their character's backstory and a little bit about them. So let's start with Kipser. Uh, so um, I had a number of legends that pointed me towards being more or less a fighting class. Uh, yeah. So I wrote a backstory. Um, now, just so you know, uh, Frosty, the Jotun, uh, imagines every, when they hear everyone else, it's like they're hearing chipmunk voices because they're speaking so quickly. So in their own head, they speak normally. Uh, I'm not going to do this in a voice. <clears throat> I was born to parents who traveled the lands, taking jobs as farmhands as the seasons and work appeared or selling plant-based mixtures. I never took to the work, and as was tradition in our ancestors, res when our ancestors resided in the summit city of Jorgengrid, Aaron, is that right? It's close enough. Cool. To help uh, learn and find ourselves. When I was 
yet young, I was sent off to survive on my own for a full season. As winter took hold, some gnome children found me and thought I was living a construct of their games. Uh, they hid me in a shed, brought me food, and we all played together in the snow. However, the seasons began to change. An army marched on the gnome community, and men found us in the shed. I was able to overpower one and took his sword for myself. I learned I was very good with steel that day and trained and protected those I could, keeping the gnome safe with my swift actions. One evening, I heard of some ancient sword that never dulled, which I could use to protect my community. I have set out to find it, working with a mercenary group along the way. Accidentally, I accidentally followed this gnome and dwarf um, who fled the battlefield like complete cowards uh, because they reminded me of small wounded animals that I needed to help. And so that's uh, Frosty the Jotun. Uh, speaking of gnomes, Jeff, what do you got? Sorry, I was, I was trolling. <laughs> you <chat>. busy <laughs> writing? Hey yo! <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> funny. That was a good line. That's a good line. That's good. That's funny. Um, okay, do we want to? Do you want me to go through like what I actually rolled, or just jump right into what I came up with? Either way. Okay. Either way. So, uh, Sonny Kaboom, uh, which is my name, uh, I was raised uh, by my family within a very rigid hierarchy of the of a full hire military uh, company, a mercenary group. Uh, I wasn't a soldier per se. Um, I learned various tinkering arts. I built and repaired crossbows and siege equipment and this sort of thing. I, I worked with alchemists and rune wielders to create like powerful explosives and such. I had a best friend. His name was Gnarly, Gnarly Cash. And uh, he was also a gnome, also a tinkerer. And uh, as we developed our skills, um, the leadership of the company uh, took advantage uh, of the fact that we had a very diminutive size. So they sent us on various dangerous sabotage missions where we had to dig tunnels and delve through all sorts of unstable caverns just to pop up near a base or a keep or something and affix some sort of chemical explosive to the walls. And it was during one of these missions when poor Nolly Cash died. Uh, he was slaughtered by a ruthless sorcerer who just cackled madly over and over at, at, at Gnarly's pain and my grief. I don't know the sorcerer's name, but... He bore the symbol of a red bison, and the sigil is forever burned in my memory. Now, I did manage to escape the red bison, and when I returned to the company and asked the leadership, uh, you know, for aid in, in avenging Gnarly, uh, my cries fell on deaf ears, and even worse, uh, the, the leadership expelled Nolly's widow and children because they didn't have anything to contribute to the mercenaries. So I was fairly disgusted, as you might imagine, by their, their, their indifference and their cruelty. Uh, so I turned my back on the organization and uh, I forged my own path 
started adventuring, doing some dark delving, that sort of thing. And so I utilize uh, my expertise in tunneling, machinery, and traps, and I'm navigate, navigating all sorts of depths of the world mountain. Uh, but, but, despite my newfound freedom, I carry the weight of my friend's memory with me. And every time I plunder and I get some spoils, I set aside a certain portion for Nolly's widow and his children to make sure they're cared for. The, the end. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, Sunny Kaboom, the gnome. So apparently um, we've got a dwarf coward that uh, we need to hear from, Stephen. Coward? I am no well, coward. That's what Frosty says that you are. I don't know. Frosty doesn't know shit. She was... <laughs> She put on a hat yesterday, and now she acts like she's been around forever. Um, okay, so I am playing uh, Black Lotus, uh, which was shortened to BL and was bastardized into Billy, as he is known by his friends. And Black Lotus has had one piece of good luck in his entire life, and that was to be born to the prestigious Lotus family. This line of renowned dwarven rune wielders that has produced generations of legendary adventurers. However, his luck ran out immediately afterwards. Uh, Billy was conceived during one of his father's adventures uh, while among the stalactite-dwelling hawk folk because he was born in the clouds. Unfortunately, his father died a few nights later and his mother tragically died shortly after the birth, leaving the infant dwarf as an orphan surrounded by folk that were not his kind and in an element that was not his own. Uh, the only possession Billy had of his father's was his copy of the Lotus Chronicles, a book detailing all the secrets and journeys of the Lotus family. And the written words of his long-dead kin taught young Billy all he knew about his own heritage, which often clashed with the wisdom and the culture that was taught by the hawk folk. And it led Billy to become quite a bit cynical, choosing only to trust what he can see. Uh, I trust what I can see before me. Instead of hoping for gods or the ether to make his life better, he chose to do it himself. And that's not to say that Billy doesn't believe in greater powers. No, the Chronicles go into far too much detail about dark forces that lie in slumber, aching for release from ancient prisons. Uh, the world has taught me a dark truth. And these dark truths are undeniable and make the wars of kings look like the petty squabbles of children. When Billy finally came of age... He looked to complete his father's final quest. He was following the clues uh, and hints from his father's diary, uh, and Billy found himself deep below the ruins of Arlorn, where he discovered a hidden trove, an arcane codex inscribed in stone. Uh, magic came to me in a strange discovery. And with this newfound strength, uh, I'm sorry, the, these, the arcane codex had magic runes on it that would allow him to wield the same powers as his father before him. And with this newfound strength, Billy has one objective, to perform heroic deeds of such legend that he can also be eternally remembered in his family's chronicle. He seeks a forbidden knowledge. Um, also, Billy likes carrots. Can't go wrong with carrots. They're delicious. Um, all right, so we've uh, we've we've heard from our Jotun, our gnome, and our dwarf. Let's let's hear from our Saurian. Uh, so for Denza Gix, I was born in a long shadow, 
my mother traded secrets that got several members of our clan killed, and I was born in exile. My earliest lessons were how to steal and look cute enough when caught to bring home even more than expected. We were nomadic. We learned about each new area long before entering, listening to the gossip of the travelers and guards. As my wild walker skills developed, I became more and more torn between my abilities to commune with and mimic the natural world and the desire for the comforts that gold can buy. I love it. So now we've got our cast of characters. Um, I just want to remind everybody out there. So this is the first time the, everybody's played this game. So first time I've run this game. So we're going to take it slow. We're going to look things up in the book when required. We're going to we're going to check the rules. We're going we want to make this as as correct as possible. Um, in the chat, if you've been watching along with Pete's playthrough or anything, if you see something that we do wrong, please call it out. Um, otherwise, we are going to remind everybody where we left off from last week, and then we're going to jump into the action. So last week after character creation, we found our, our group uh, having fled uh, 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 the bandit kingdoms. There were skirmishes between two bandit lords. They had been hired as a mercenary squad and uh, ended up on the losing side. So they, they, they fled the battle on dying mounts. The mounts passed away uh, long before they reached the village of Hamlet, and they pulled themselves into the village looking for some respite, some rest, some recovery, some food and drink, and for a job. Uh, Dinza uh, followed a lead and found two traitors, perhaps of slightly dubious character, but who were willing to pay them in good gold to track down their third partner who had stolen a magical key that they had been researching and fled. Uh, the key opens a secret gate or a secret lock that leads to possibly greater treasure. But what the partners know, and the, 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 the one who fled does not, is that the location of the secret vault, the secret lock that fits this magical key is unknown. So... The individual who fled, a, a rune wielder himself by the name of Castor Voss, um, has perhaps two days lead on the party, but the, the traders believe that it would take him more than a couple of days to deal with what's probably in the old abandoned moat house and find the secret. So they've been dispatched to retrieve the key, if possible, retrieve the key and Castor Voss. And if even beyond that, if they can find the actual lock that the key fits, uh, they would be paid a ransom in gold. And so we find our four intrepid adventurers walking out of the village of Hamlet in the rain, headed towards the old abandoned and possibly haunted moat house deep within the bog. The sky continues to darken as the storm's intensity increases. The rain soaks you all as you follow the old road towards the abandoned moat house, hidden within the depths of the stinking bog, some two days march out. The first day passes 
in misery, but without incident, the old road being firm and wide. But as the second day dawns and the bog grows closer, the old road becomes pitted and cracked and then becomes simply a hardened trail. And then as the early afternoon of the second day uh, finds you entering the bog, the road itself begins to disappear beneath the black brackish waters. I need you all to decide who is who's scouting for the path for your party and what the what the other three of you are doing. Are you doing are you working as lookouts? Are you foraging? What, what's your plan? I'm decent at survival, but not amazing. I'm, I am... not, uh, I'm not a scout, sorry. I'll I'll look out for things. I've got really good eyes. I could see everything. You can never get anything past me. But I, I don't really know the difference between a hill and a mound and a mountain. <laughs> I have good survival. Then I will I be explaining to Sunny. All the way up there. I don't know why, but I can't hear you, tall one up there. Big, too big. <laughs> is this is this going to be a thing where I start talking and then I learn that you're not actually done talking? No. What? <laughs> and I wait a okay. moment just to be sure that she is done. Before I go on to tell Sunny the difference between a mound, a hill, and a mountain, and it's quite academic, and it's just, it, it's measured in feet. Dwarven feet. Ah. Okay, I mean, I kind of knew that. I was just saying that as like a joke uh, to demonstrate my affable demeanor. Oh, no, it's fine. The The problem with measuring things with dwarven feet, though, is that not all dwarves have the same size foot. So you have to take the average of every dwarf in the party. Ah, well, we never really use dwarven feet as a measurement um, because, uh, as you well, said, it's, it's the most very... accurate tool to measure. It's really not. Uh, we had like measuring sticks and such in which we had predefined distances. We're really getting off topic here, Denza. Um, maybe you take the lead. Um, yeah. And after about That'll twenty, after about twenty twenty five minutes of conversation, the afternoon is is wearing on. The, the light <laughs> is starting to fade beneath these ancient willow trees. You also do quickly realize that. Uh, Billy and Sonny and Denza, based on your heights, the bog itself may start to get deep enough, even if you find a path, that you will be be fairly deep in water, which could impact your ability to move easily. Hi, uh, Frosty, knock, knock. And uh, uh, Sonny will, like, yes. knock on your shin like it's a door. Um, Can I get uh, a piggyback rod? Can you just, I'll just... Uh, I'm here. I will pick you up. With our two our statues combined, we can be like the tallest thing ever. I, I, you add three centimeters, but yes, here you okay. go. I don't really up, understand what it is about this group that doesn't understand basic measurements. Frosty picks you up while you're still talking and puts you on your shoulders. Billy <laughs> <laughs> looks at Denza expectantly. Um, our, so what is. Frosty and Sunny and Billy doing, or are you doing anything in particular? 
Uh, Sonny is observing left and right and behind. Hey, just just making sure not beating snuck up on or anything like that. I like it. Okay. Uh, um, Frosty is just walking straight, not really paying attention to very much. And uh, only one person has asked for a piggyback ride, so that's all that's offered. Billy and Dins I, are probably okay height-wise. Um, I'm asking really for, for uppies, nonetheless. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be doing much else. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is um, fine. As the afternoon wears on, Denza begins scouting out, look, trying to stay on the path in this bog um, that becomes more and more difficult as the e afternoon wears on. So I need you, Denza, to make a difficulty three observe or survival check. Um. No, nope, okay, I'm sorry. So just let's do a I, do a, a difficulty one check to begin with. Okay, so survival is under vigor, mm -hmm. and I have got three in vigor, so that means I've got three dice. Correct. One of which is identified as hero dice, mm -hmm. and then because I have a three in survival, that, that means that my down. target is an eight. Yes, that is correct. So as long as you get an eight or better. Um, on one of those dice. I got an eight on one of the dice. Okay. So you're able to keep everyone on this submerged path as you're pushing your way through the muck. It's about waist deep on Denza. Um, obviously, Frosty barely notices it, uh, but you're, you're able to keep everybody moving on the path as the afternoon wears on. You get a little further on and, and there's a sort of a break coming up uh, in, the, in the brush around you. And about a quarter of a mile away, you think you can make out uh, the old moat house sitting on a slightly raised hillock um, out of the bog. Um, at this point, uh, I need Sonny and Denza to give me a difficulty three observe or survival check. And that okay. is you have to get, you have to succeed on three dice. Gonna say something if no one's getting anything for me. Right. So tell uh, us what skill you're picking. Yeah, uh, I'm doing, you said is uh, observe is an option, right? That's a, observe or survival, either one. I will do observe. Uh, I have I'll straight. Survive. I have straight five in guile. I'm I'm the guilest of guiles. Um, and none in observe, so I need elevens, right? Yeah, I need three elevens. Okay, okay. Uh, does does the when the when the hero die matches right? That's a that is, that's yeah. like in okay. Yep, that'll give you one success. Now, if the hero die is a success and matches another die, that would give you a two of successes. But no. I rolled two twos and an 11. So I have, unfortunately, only two successes. Okay. I rolled uh, survival again, and I got one success. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as you guys, as you're as you're looking, Denzel, you're focused on keeping everybody on the path. And Sonny, you're at, a, you're at a height, and you're scanning the bog. You're looking around for dangers and everything. But you don't see anything, and you definitely miss the few bubbles 
bubbling up in the bog to the side of the road until something until something large erupts out of it and at this point we're going to have our first combat encounter so uh we are going to be dealing with a Darkmire Leaper, which is a giant toad or two. So the way uh, this works is we roll initiative first, and you either roll, one of you either rolls observe or tactics uh, to represent either the fact that you're very observant and you see things coming, or tactics, your awareness and understanding of the battlefield gives you kind of a heads up. Now, since you were not aware of them, they get a surprise, not a surprise action, but in a surprise situation in Heroic Deeds, they get to add two additional dice to their roll to see if they get to go first. So with the with the Darkmire Leaper, their observe is 10 plus and they have three guiles. So I'm going to roll five dice for them. Who is going to roll initiative for our party of Wayward Adventurers? Uh, I am just as good at tactics as Sonny is at observe. Well, I'm so. going to be honest. I think it's got to either be Sonny or Denza because they were the only two who were actually paying attention. Yeah, I think you were just talking Sonny's about got your one on faith me. for the past hour. <laughs> yeah, I've got a four in education and one in tactics, so I think you're the better role, Sonny. No, that's that's better because your one will drop it down to a ten, and so you'd only need you have four dice and needing a ten. I have five dice and needing eleven. Well, okay. Then right? Is that right, Stephen? You're, you're the one who knows dice odds. I don't know. That's close. Just go ahead and roll. Yeah, I think it. that's the better odds. You'll be fine. Uh, that was an awful roll. Plus, she's supposed to lie. Like, that's the other thing. So. <laughs> oh, also, we forgot Can Melissa use... can't roll. <laughs> I just did the math. The five dice is better than the four. We ah, should switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and However, can I yes, go spend ahead. vitality to re-roll? You can spend a luck point to re-roll. A luck point to re-roll. So, yes, I'm going to flip your... I've got little tokens, and I'm going to flip it over to bad luck now. So, so I've got a point of bad luck to spend at some point. And now you get to re-roll, but you have to take this, this roll. Not it's not well, the yeah. better the two. I had zero successes. So that's fair. That's very good. Um that is three successes. That is very good. It's not quite as good as the four successes I got though. So well, that's just unfortunate. It's you know, potato potato. So what we see as you see this bursting out, but just a fraction of a second. After this giant frog, the slime coming off of its body, its eyes rolling, looking at you, this huge mouth, mouth open, large enough to swallow three dwarfs whole as this tongue lashes out um, at, well, let's get, okay, we'll just roll here, at Denza. So, uh, the way combat works is uh, the monsters have certain uh, traits or skills or abilities that they get to use. And what I roll is, for this one, he's going to use his sticky tongue to try to restrain you. And with a tongue lash, that's an observe skill. So he's going to roll his observe, which is, is just three dice and a 10+. plus. Now, if he succeeds, 
Then we roll the strength of the attack against your uh, minus the protection against. Well, we roll this. We roll against your defense to see how much damage it goes. But okay. we'll get there. I got one ten, so the attack succeeds. Uh, however, he's got to spend one vitality to make this special attack. And what happens is the toad makes a tongue lash. And instead of inflicting in, instead of uh, inflicting any damage, you are restrained. Um, equal to the number of successes he got. So you're restrained one. You have that condition. And restrained means you can't move on your own. Basically, his sticky tongue has wrapped around your body. And as a result of that, he gets to move you a number of squares equal to its might directly towards it. Now, it is currently 15 feet away from you. Yes. <laughs> just waving me. Okay. Keep in mind, though. However, this matters mechanically. I have a Billy on my shoulders. So I have more to me than I might usually have, if that matters for how much the toad can move. Not really, but it's eh, okay. It's not, it's a good idea. So um, it can move you uh, a number of squares equal to its might. It has a might of two. So uh, you're 15 feet away from it as this tongue lashes around you and it pulls you to within five feet of its mouth uh, with its first action. Now, uh, in Heroic Deeds, you get three actions and a reaction. So, the Toad is going to take its second action, which is actually which actually requires two actions in its action economy. And since you are now adjacent to it, it is going to attempt to swallow you whole. So, the Toad will make a bite attack against its restrained adjacent enemy. And the bite attack is against its might. Its might is nine plus with a four, uh, with four dice. So let's let's see how this goes. Only gets one success. Um, but one success. And what is your um? All right, now it did succeed, so now we're going to roll the strength of its attack, which is six dice, uh, and it's elemental damage. So do you have any resistances? What's your protection value of your armor? Or I have no you... armor. Okay, so you have no protection against the attack, so it rolls six dice against your defense. So what is your... Um... What is your toughness defense? Seven. Seven. So he's got to get better than a seven um, on on one of these six dice to to successfully perform this maneuver. Oh my god! I did not get above a seven on five d12s, but I am going to spend my point of bad luck. I'm going to flip it back to good <laughs> that luck. I just gave you. That you just gave me, and we're going to try this Perfect. again. I think that's only fair. All right, that's better. I got a nine, an eight, and a seven. Um, so that's three successes. If successful, the target takes elemental damage instead of piercing damage and is swallowed and gains the restrained three condition. 
At the start of its turn, the swallowed creature suffers a, six, a strength six elemental damage attack versus their toughness again as you're being digested by the frog. The target escapes if they resolve the condition or the toad dies. So you take the damage, take the three points of damage off of your vitality, and you have been swallowed. You are in the gullet of this giant toad um, sloshing around in its acid. Now, the restrained condition can be resisted um, on, your condi on your turn um, by either might or prowess. So while you're in there, you're trying to throw off um, these conditions. And for each success you get, you reduce one of the condition levels. And when you're down to zero restrained conditions, you, you're, you, you, find you, you manage to free yourself. So you're restrained three at the moment. But the way Heroic Deeds works is now that my guys who won the initiative have taken a turn, you're up, and you can take an action. Okay. Anybody, um, anybody and, on your side. Yeah. Like, and you I, could, I assume Billy jumped off of Denza's shoulders as she was being eaten. And I'm sure he very gracefully landed. Actually, what? you're what not I ride think... or die? You're not ride or die? <laughs> Literally? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ride or die. I... <laughs> Actually, I do think that's a very good point. And I think that Billy needs to make a might check for his first action, difficulty one, uh, not to go under in the bog. Uh, I'm great at might. I've got vigor of three and might of zero. Okay, so you've so, got to get a little thanks, 11 or son. better on three dice. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I did not get an 11. However, my hero die, thank you, Lolly die, thanks, Norse Foundry, uh, is a nine, which ties with my other die. Uh, so you got so a success. One success. So what's it look like as Billy is thrown off of uh, Denza's shoulders, but still manages to stick his landing? So I think Billy probably saw this frog coming before Denza did, and he just kind of panicked and, like, moved his arms and, like, choked her and put her his hand, like, over her face a bit. Uh, and that's how she got hit by this tongue. Uh, and it just like ripped her out of his arms and he just kind of fell straight down and landed on his feet as Denza's being pulled away. Nice, nice. Okay. I can't um, see. I can't see. I, I, where, where did I go? Where? <laughs> damn it. So, I, whoever wants I to do I'll... lots of damage, go ahead. I'm I'll, just I'll attack, waiting to but like, I assume I Melissa's going to try yeah, to get exactly. out first. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm restrained. So it's might or prowess. And. Oh, well, that's not something that I'm either particularly. You've got, good you've got with. three actions, so you can make three attempts to reduce your restrained conditions. So. All right, I'm just going to be straightforward about this, and then I'll have a question for you next time. So I'm rolling three dice, and I've got nothing in my more prowess. So I'm just going to... Okay, 11 or better. Or hero um, dice matches another. Oh, no. No, but I'm going to give you luck, because, you know, I don't want to just right. hang out inside this frog. So I, I don't think it's particularly uh, statistically likely I'm going to pass, but it's fun to give you bad luck. I'm still in time. Okay. Uh, was that all three of your actions or just one of your actions? Oh. Um, oh. 
So I could just try to get out three times? Yeah, but remember, each time you try to do it, it's harder. Um, it increases the difficulty. So the second time okay. you'd have to get three successes. Can I give Melissa support by using my technique shield barge in which I would assumably run um, my shield into the stomach of this toad? Uh, it gives me you step 10 slash two and may move through an enemy space while doing so, but must end the step in uh, uh, in an enemy square. Uh, you can um, on your turn. Okay. So it's, yes, you definitely can on your turn. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I will... Can I hold so that if they have done some damage to get me out, then I can try again? So the way hold works is you spend two actions to hold one action. Um... I'm going to go ahead because I want to see this mechanic play out here. I'm going to say we're going to, we're going to negate your first roll and okay. we're going to let you hold and see if one of your other party members assistance can help you. Okay, perfect. Um, Thank you. So, we see Frosty getting ready to charge at this uh frog. However, a second giant frog jumps out of the other side of the bog and lands with its sudden leap feature, which takes two actions, um, and lands next to Frosty's leg and attempts to bite this Jotun's tree-like leg. So the, the, the thorny bite is a mite attack. As I said, the mite's got four dice. It's got to get a nine or better. It gets a 12. Okay, so he gets one success, nothing on the hero dice to help out. Uh, but one success is enough. So what is uh, your what is your protection value? This is a strength six attack. So I've got the kite shield, which is one protection, and the chain hobert, which I'm sure I'm mispronouncing. So I have a total of three protection. Is that correct? So uh, tell us about the mechanic that allows you to raise your shield outside of your action. Oh, so everybody uh, knows that we're playing by the rules. <laughs> so my, uh, oops, that is page 25. I have um, an ability called, da, 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 uh, is Oh dear, I was uh, not looking. Here it is. Sword and board, defensive, uh, on a successful attack. Okay, so I can't uh, actually raise it right now. I need to okay. attack first. My so you've got so you're you've got two protection. Yes. Um, and what is your toughness defense? My toughness defense is my toughness is seven. My defense is eight. Okay. So because your protection, uh, you reduce the strength of the attack by two. He only got the one success, so he's down to four dice, and uh, you said your your toughness is, your protection is what? Uh, my toughness is seven, my protection is two, and my defense is eight. Eight. Uh, he got two nines, three nines, sorry, three nines, so that is actually enough to do some damage. So this, this giant frog's thorny mal just gums around your leg and you feel these hard ridge lines of, of proto teeth and gums gnashing against your flesh, tearing away at it. And you take three points of vitality. 
Ouch. But it is back to you. So we have Denza stuck in the gullet of a giant frog, slowly being uh, absorbed by its uh, stomach acid. And we've got another one hanging on to Frosty's leg. But it is uh, back to you. So I'm going to first pull out uh, my longsword and just try to strike it down at the frog on my foot or leg. Uh, so I have um, seven dice for the longsword, I believe, right? Uh, what you? Uh, what is your? What is your? What's the, on the longsword? What does it say for your attack? Is it prowess or might? Prowess. Okay, so uh, it's your prowess. Um, so That's your total six dice. dice. I don't think. Oh, sorry, five for training. Training, yeah. Your total number of dice is your training value. Okay. So you're rolling five dice, and what is your prowess? How many points of prowess do you have? I have one. Okay, so your, your target number is ten. You roll five dice, and you want to get ten or better. All right. I have uh, an eleven and a ten, and then everything else is below. So I have two okay. successes. All you need is one, so the, the, the blow is, is, is moving to land true. So what is your the strength of your um, longsword attack? The strength of the longsword attack, I believe that's probably where I was um, With the, looking at the seven. Seven, yep, that would be about right. So you got two successes, so you got one more than you needed, so that takes the strength of the attack up to eight. However... Uh, they do have a protection value of one against slashing. So you're back down to seven. So you roll seven dice, mm -hmm. and you're trying to get a nine or better. All right. Seven dice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, so, and I'm looking for, okay, I got a two, tw oh, I got a 12 on my special dice. Um, and then I've got another 12, and then everything else is uh, below a six. So not useful. Okay, so you got two successes. So what's it look like as you tear? With the special dice as well. Okay, you got three successes. What's it look like as you strike down at this uh, giant toad? So um, Frosty just kind of grunts in annoyance and discomfort at this. Um, kind of aware of the gnome on her shoulder, makes sure to keep a, the shoulders kind of flat and table-like and just like <laughs> strike straight down, aiming kind of between the eyes to try to dislodge it a little bit with her sword. Uh, and you do pierce through the, the blubbery amphibious skin of this toad and, and tear a gash in it. But it doesn't look like it's too discomforted by that. In fact, as you're looking down, as you plunge the sword in, you can see, like, great scars across its body from bite marks and other battles that it's had. Uh, so it's toughened to this, but it uh, you, did, you did draw blood. Uh, both of the toads have already taken all of their actions, so... Oh, thank you. Billy, Sonny, Dinza... Sonny will go. He'll team oh, up. Oh, wait a second. I apologize. Hold on. I forgot that Frosty still has two actions left. What would you like oh, to do with your other two actions? Um, okay, so uh, the question is this... first. Yes. Before you yes. do that, so technically, would she not? So, like, or like, are we saying that she already had her axe out and ready and equipped? Because that it would be like one action. That's a good point. Then... Did you did you have to draw your weapon or did you have it out? I would have had to have drawn my weapon, so that would have been two actions. Okay, two actions. Yeah. So you've got one action left. Mm -hmm. 
Good um, catch, Jeff. Is the uh, is the is the frog still attached to my leg? It is. Okay. Well, I'm really sorry, Melissa. Uh, then I am just going to. Now you could like take a might action to try to force it off of your leg, push it yeah. off of your leg. I think I'm just going to have to stab down. I am going to actually. Until the start of your next turn, you can increase your protection value. I'm going to use my sword and board um, Mm -hmm. to this hit, which is what I was trying to do before, where I have a successful hit, which means I can use one vitality to raise my uh, shield as a free action. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, I still do want to try to stab again. Okay, so that's a difficulty three this time. So you have to get three successes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so I will roll the five dice first. Uh, that is, ooh, not too bad. Uh, so I've got two tens and a twelve uh, because my prowess is uh, one. So, and the, the ten is on my special dice as well. Okay. Uh, um. So two tens and a twelve. Uh. So that's three successes. Yeah, four successes. Sorry. So you have okay. one success more than you needed. Uh, mm-hmm. But you're still back, uh, so it would have been eight strength on the attack, but mm-hmm. because the protection value of one takes it back down to seven, and you are looking for a nine plus on seven dice. Okay, I'm going to use these ones. I will ditch these ones because they're not going to roll as high. Um, I have ooh, I have a, a ten and an eight, uh, and then the rest don't do squat. Okay, so two more. So what's it look like as you slash down a second time against this? Um, so aiming more t- as a side thrust uh, to try to then sort of jerk it through the mouth and uh, cut it open enough that it would instinctively let go. Uh, though unsuccessful maybe at this time. Uh, that is what her strike looks like. Okay, so you're, you tear at its mouth. It's still got itself clamped around your leg. But uh, you are whittling away. Now its eyes are goggling a little bit in pain. And you can tell that you've, you've done enough that it's uh, may perhaps be getting to regret in its small, small, tiny toad brain uh, its life choices. And then I will dock to one vitality for sword and board to bring my protection up. Thank you. Wonderful. Uh, okay. Sunny, Denza. Okay. Oh, Sunny wants to, to help his teammate. Uh, the lo- his lower half uh, to uh, to finish this off. So he's going to first action equip. Get his crossbow. Obviously, he's wrapping his legs around Frosty's neck as tight as can be. And then he's going to. Uh, so here's I do actually do have a question. There's no load um, action, but there is a load property. Is mm-hmm. is the equip? Is that is that is load built into that? Because it says take an item out and prepare it for use or stow it safely, or is it like a separate thing? I would say for crossbows and things like that, your your first shot, you're loaded. You don't need to worry about okay. that. After you fire it, then you've got to deal with the number of actions required to reload. Okay. So I will first action, equip, get it out. Second action, aim, which gives me a an extra die on a ranged attack if it's my next yep. action, which will now be my third action, uh, which is to attack. For a crossbow, uh, the skill is operate. I have two in operate, and I have four in training. So I'm rolling um, four for training, but one for aim. And then uh, I'm looking for nines, basically, because I have two in operate. All right. Oh, sweet. 
Sweet sassy May. Uh, that's three successes. Fantastic, fantastic. And what is the strength of the crossbow? Six. Okay, so that would give you eight dice. It does have a protection value of one, so that takes it down to seven dice. Um, against its evasion, its evasion is six plus, so it's it's easier to hit it under the circumstances. Okay, so the so I went up two from the extra successes, down one because of the protection value. So am I at a net of seven? Is that right? Correct. Okay, perfect. All right, so that's there, and I need to hit sixes. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's see. That's one. That's two. That's three, and that's four. Four. Four sixes are higher. Nice. So um, you actually tear through the toad's vitality. Now, it would have gone one into the wound, but that's not the way the game works. Once you're out of vitality or zero, the next attack then goes into the wounds. So let's talk a little bit about that while we're here. So when you have zero vitality, um, you either become stunned or weakened. Your choice. Now... Stunned means that the creature's guile and evasion are reduced by two, and weakened means that their vigor and toughness are reduced by two. So I'm going to say that it's guile and evasion are reduced by two. That makes sense to me. Uh, Now, for everybody out home who's watching this and they've got the Darkmire Leaper up in front of them and they say that, well, hey, wait a second. When they do the sudden leap, uh, their evasion increases by two. That is true, but I don't think under the circumstances, since it's literally clamped his jaws around Frosty's leg, that it would its evasion would realistically increase under these particular circumstances, and so that's why I did not apply that benefit. It's not because I'm ignoring it. I'm just using some you. GM license. It makes you feel better. The ones I got successes on were eights and up, so... Wouldn't have mattered. Thing of beauty. Thing of beauty. So <laughs> this three ones. So it was a weird. It was a weird <laughs> roll. <laughs> <laughs> so this toad is is hurting. It's been slashed. It's got a crossbow bolt sticking out of its skull right between its eyes. Didn't penetrate deep enough to kill it, but it's uh, it's definitely hurting. We now go back to Billy. Or or Denza on her held action. Uh, so Denza is holding her action for someone to attack the toad for her to try and escape again. To, to yes. possibly give her a, a benefit yeah. to that, yes. And no one has attacked the toad so far. Not so no. far. I'm really distracted. tempted to just attack the toad Listen. that's been hurt and leave oh, Denza fire. there. Oh, yeah. That's fine. It. Focus it fire. makes sense. Melissa didn't even like her character. It's fine. <laughs> oh. uh, Ouch. So my... I, I've been thinking about what I'm going to do, and every time someone took a turn, I'm like, okay, that wouldn't work as well. Uh, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take an action to step or move whichever I need to to get to the toad by Denza, or that's eating Denza. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will I will just attack with my dagger and try to like start stabbing into the stomach and just like gashing as best I can. Okay. Uh, I'm so- not the best with a dagger but i think it'd be more useful than one of my spells right now so that's a move action now what i will say and because you're you're really trying to help her get out right yeah or are you or you're trying to do Uh, or triggering her action either one okay um 
So I'll I will say this, and this isn't exactly in keeping with the rules, but I I, I like the flavor of it. So with your act, first action, you move up to it. You can't do a step because you're in water, so it's kind of difficult terrain. But you can take your act your first action to just move up. You're within within a single move distance uh, of this giant toad, and you can go ahead and you can do um, your attack. Uh, but instead of targeting its toughness defense, you can target its defiance in a way to try to stun it, to frighten it, to force it, to regurgitate. And for the number of successes, if you succeed, the number of successes on your strength check against its defiance, I will give those as bonus dice to Denza to attempt to to get rid of a restrained condition. Uh, that's very generous of you. There's no way I'm going to succeed, though. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. I'm rolling two <laughs> dice here. <laughs> so all you need, is, all, all you got to do is, uh, what's your, uh, what is your, uh, what are you, what? Uh, I, I'm using you... a dagger, which requires prowess, uh, and I've got training of two and prowess of zero. Okay, so you just got to get an eleven. Just get one eleven out of two, off two dice. You remember, don't or doubles. Luck. Or doubles. Or doubles. Uh, oh, I got a twelve and a three. Uh, so that's right. one success. There and we go. All you need is one success. What is the strength of your dagger? Uh, four. Okay, four. Um, against its defiance, you get to roll four dice, and you need to get right. a five or better. Um, and since this is kind of a psychological attack, more than a, you're, you're not really trying to hurt it, you're trying to scare it. It has no uh, protection against basically a psychic attack. So. Fantastic. Uh, I rolled three successes. Nine, nine, eleven. Okay, so you basically, you, you rush in and you stab this dagger at this giant toad's stomach, and it reacts to the movement, and uh, Denza, inside this rolling gut of acid, you feel kind of a, 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 a squeezing of its stomach muscles, and you think you might have a better chance of breaking free of your restraints. You get three bonus dice on your hold action. To try to deal with your restrained conditions. Excellent. Is that all of Billy's three actions? Uh, that is two out of Billy's three actions. Uh, so your hold action you can take at any point to interrupt combat. So you can take that now, or you can wait till after Billy's third action. It's up to you. As long as I'll still keep the benefit, I'll let him go again and okay. be selfish yes, you, you and will. see if I can get an even better bonus. So... What are you going to try uh, now, Billy? I was planning on taking cover with my third action, but if she's waiting for me, <laughs> then I suppose I'll try again. Uh, Don't feel bad, because there is no cover in the immediate vicinity to take other than inside the toad itself. So I was thinking behind the toad from the other toad. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I'll just try uh, hitting it again and hope that one of my two dice uh, succeed. Okay, we got to get three successes. So you need... You would need doubles and both. I need to of take a to picture of this. Uh, I rolled. I rolled. Uh, lolly lolly. I rolled 12 12. I All swear right. to God. I believe you. Nice. North Foundry. I believe you. Okay, so. So that's what's three it, successes like? then, right? Yeah. Because you got the three it, successes. Yeah. You needed three ooh, successes to hit it. So what are the hit. odds of that? I'm going to calculate. Um, uh, yeah, I, I went to go hide behind the uh, toad. I'm not cowardly, uh, but I am taking cover because that's tactical. Uh, and I forgot to like jerk out my dagger from the first attack. Uh, so then I kind of go back for it and I'm just like pulling it and dragging it along and just slicing as I go. 
Well, give me that strength check. Now, are you trying to actually inflict damage this time, or are you trying to... I'm just trying to help. I... Okay. So it's uh, five or better on your four dice. My dice are hot tonight. Uh, that's all four successes. Five, okay. eight, eight, nine. All right. Nice. So, uh, so Denzel, with your held action, uh, you get seven bonus dice on this. You've got a restrained condition of three. Do you remember what you Holy need to goodness. roll against? So I am now rolling ten dice because mm -hmm. I've got um, either vigor or training. Um, either okay. might so or five. prowess. So yeah, they're equally. They're just three. So I have okay. three dice plus seven mm -hmm. bonus um, dice, which is ten. Um, what is you? What is the success criteria for might or prowess for you? <laughs> I've got zero in here. Okay, eleven. Eleven. So, 11. so <laughs> yeah. you just need to get. Three out of those ten dice better than eleven. Eleven or better, that is. Uh okay. Of the first set of five, I got a twelve and a bunch of other stuff that's not an eleven or twelve. Okay, that's not no, I've got one more. Uh no. Okay. I'm gonna give you luck. I love it. Roll those ten dice again. On twenty okay. dice, you'd think you get. At I, least you know, I'm I'm giving up the one twelve, but you know, I spent all the luck. I'm sorry. Mm. Mm. Five left. Oh no. Well, that's zero successes. Okay, so. uh... <laughs> Although this thing's gut rolls and you feel that you've got a chance to push your way out, its jaws are clamped shut tight in pain, and you're not able to get it to force its jaws open as the acid continues to eat at you. Has everybody gone? Oh, oh, oh. Thank you for pointing that out, uh, Stephen. I wasn't paying attention to doubles. Okay, so it's just the one hero die. Just the hero die. Against yeah. the other nine dice. So well, it was the, the hero die the first get... time you rolled it. Uh, it, it. It wasn't high. But what I'm looking at... Okay. Yeah, never mind. We'll move on. Okay. okay. Um, so you're still restrained. Uh, it is the top of the round. Uh, and it is the Darkmire Leaper who has swallowed Denza. Uh, the first thing that happens is Denza suffers a strength six elemental damage against your toughness. So what is your toughness? Seven. Seven. Eleven, eight, ten, eight, seven. That's five. What is your protection value against elemental damage is zero. So you take how much vitality does Denza have? <laughs> so I started with nine. Uh -huh. uh, last time I went down to six, and this time I go down to one. All right. So you're but you're still you still got vitality. So the acid is burning away at you, um, and this Darkmire Leaper has a meal in its stomach. So it is going to take a two action sudden leap to leap sixty feet away into the bog. However, however, Billy is right next to it. So Billy could use his reaction to attack the Darkmire Toad as it tries to leap away with its 
full belly. I'll pass. No, I can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're a bad I rolled man. two dice. How, how many times can my luck hold? Uh, uh, no, nothing. No. Okay, so uh, Billy swipes out at his daggers. This giant toad takes off and jumps deeper into the bog with two actions. And with its third action, it's just it begins to sink down into the bog and try to hide itself. But it's it's going to take more than one turn to get there. Um, it's still within range of ranged attacks, but it's it's deeper in the bog now, bringing us back to either Denza, Sunny, Frosty, or Billy. I'll, sure, shoot I'll, I'll, I'll shoot it. I'll shoot it. Okay, we I'll all go. Shoot it. Nah, I think you've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seven bonus dice, and was it? That was you know, a really I was the one with who the did nothing point. with them. Fourteen. Yeah. Uh, Sixty is still within my range, so yep. I can take a shot. Um, so, is, is that, what's the load action on your crossbow? One. It's one. So, okay. first action load, second action um, aim, uh, and then third action fire. Uh, okay. Same like it's just like before. Now its uh, evasion has increased by two, so let's see if you hit first, and then we'll see if uh, how much damage. Its evasion has increased by two, and it's sinking into the bog. Does that make sense? Yeah, because and, it gets and, the sun. And its belly is filled with a fairly large person. Yeah, it makes sense. One, it's dark. Two, its sudden leap ability improves its evasion because that's that's the nature of the ability. And I was going to actually let it showcase this time, but we'll see how it goes. Well, I mean, maybe maybe Melissa wanted to showcase the character she made there. Right? <laughs> so if you're I, I tried. I literally broke the rules to try to get her some bonus dice. And I mean, I did. You got this. You got the roll. And All we got right. luck if you don't. Well, I got. Uh, let's see. So I need a total of. So they go at it again. I need. Uh, da, 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 I need nines. You see, uh, you see one success to hit. Um, if you get extra successes, those count as strength towards, uh, okay. So damage. I have two successes, but then I have a double on my, uh, on my, what's it called? My hero die. Your hero die. So that's three successes. So, be, so two eights, but those are those. So that's three total. So I have three total okay. successes. So what's the strength of your crossbow is seven. Uh, strength is six, um, six. So that yeah. takes it up to eight and then down to seven because of the protection value of one. So you're rolling seven dice against an eight or better which is its current evasion got it okay all right uh okay that is one two three four four successes okay so you see you see and you hear your crossbow strike flesh and you know that uh you've hit this um, it does not make a sound though. You don't think you've wounded it badly enough, uh, to kill it or to stop it, uh, from digesting Denza. Okay. I did want to kill it. Billy, can you get her? Now we're back to the other toad that's currently gnawing on Frosty. Um... It is simple. It's going to just bite down again on the leg and try to. It's just trying to tear some tear, you know, tear some flesh away for a for a, a jotin meal. 
So its thorny bite is might, and its might is nine plus on four dice. Uh, gets a 10, an 11, and a 12, so it gets three successes. Um, so that increases the strength of the attack by two, um, which would take it up to nine. However, your production value is currently three, right? So that takes it down yes. to six. Because logically, I have my shield here and it's on my leg, but somehow that helps. Well, you're bashing down maybe <laughs> yeah. on it, you know? Yeah, I'm just being... But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pushing it away. And so what is your toughness? Defense? Seven. Okay. Uh, crap. Did not get any successes, but I got two points of bad luck. Yes. So I'm going to spend one. Wait. No. <laughs> we're going to see if we can get a little damage in here. Cause I a celebrated trouble. too soon. <laughs> That's better. A 10, a 12, and an 8. So uh, three points of vitality. Ouch. What is your vitality looking at now? I only have four left. Four vitality. All right. So these frogs are doing some damage, but they, and that's its first action. Its second action is it's going to try to bite again. It hasn't gotten enough Jotun flesh. So it is going to try <laughs> once more with its four dice to get three successes on a nine plus. Uh, and it fails. Uh, so that it does no good there. Um, its third action is it is going to step away. So it pulls away with whatever Jotun flesh it's got in its mouth. Um, and it's going to, it's, it takes basically a five foot step back. Uh, so it does not get an attack. You, know, you don't get an attack of opportunity, but you, you, you think that probably in a moment it is likely to try to flee under the circumstances. You guys are up. That's mine. <laughs> Give that back. What is the range on the frog that's currently uh, full? It's 60, uh, 60 feet away from you. All right, so that's just enough then. This isn't the most ideal spell, but I'm going to try it because it's the one I've got. Uh, I'm going to cast Firebolt, and I'm going to do it spending the vitality so I don't have to spend an action to pull out an item for a scroll. Mm -hmm. um, how many, and I'm gonna how spend... many actions are you going to use? That's... That's why I'm doing it with Vitality. I'm spending all three actions so I can get maximum strength yeah. uh, because it's going to be against its evasion, which is higher. Uh, so first I have to make my ranged attack using Arcane, which uh, Occult 4, Arcane 1. So you're going against a 10 or better? Uh, nothing. Uh, can I give you another point of luck? Is there like a maximum to that? Uh, yeah, no, they just keep flipping and resetting. So you guess you could definitely use a point of luck. All right, I'm doing that. Currently, there are three points of good luck and two points of bad luck. Uh, well, I paired my one on my hero die, so I got two ones, and <laughs> uh, those are my two successes then. Okay. Or one uh, success, because it's the hero die pair, so it's just one. One, one success. success. One success is all you need, though. So, okay. uh, uh, so that I strength 12 against its evasion. So what is, uh, it is, it's evasion is currently eight. So you need so eight I'm rolling four or dice better. Uh, no, oh, I no. Need, okay. Okay. My so bad. it's protection value against, uh, energy attacks is one. So you're rolling seven dice better. and you have to get eight or better on seven dice as, as many as you can. Seven dice can do. Uh, that is two eights on the first throw. One more. 
Uh, okay, there's two more 12s. Uh, so that's four four successes. Nice. Four successes. So what's it look like as this firebolt lances out and strikes this uh, Dark Mire Leaper? Uh, Billy is just kind of annoyed and frustrated. Uh, and he doesn't like being in water in the first place, uh, especially because his best spell does fire damage. Uh, so he's just really acting more irritated than anything. And you see his hair kind of like singes up a little bit as if like the, the air around him is starting to heat up. Uh, his male pattern baldness, uh, you can see a little bit of uh, steam coming off the skin of his head. Uh, and he just yells out, Gonlin, skedaddle off, and throws a fireball at it. So this this ball of blazing plasma strikes this giant toad in the side, washing across the slimy amphibian skin. Uh, the heat of it boils and pops the eye that it strikes, and its dead jaw flaps open as it regurgitates its last meal in its death throes, and Denza is vomited out with everything else that was in the contents of its stomach as the first Darkmire Leaper dies in the bog. And Denza's just like, ah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I'll take my turn next. And I just wanted to point out, I, um, I forgot to last turn, but Sword and Board is actually one of my deeds. So the I did it in a round, which means I do actually get a pip on my, my Sword and Board deed. Wonderful. And that's one of the interesting parts about this game. Um, that's how you build the legend of your character as, as you take actions within combat and sometimes with outside of combat, if they match a deed that your character has as part of their archetype, you get to fill in a pip. And when you filled in four pips of a particular deed, you get the reward from that deed, whether it's a new talent an increase in a scat, uh, something like that. And once you've filled in three deeds on a particular level, you effectively go to the next level of deeds, and then you've got an entire another group of deeds you could choose from as you build your legend. So thank you for pointing that out, Kipster. Absolutely no problem. And then I'm going to use my ability Take a Breath, which is a special, so it doesn't cost me an action. And it means that I can spend uh, a number of actions to recover the same number of points of vitality. And I may use this a number of times equal to one plus level per day. So mm -hmm. I'm going to use two of my actions um, to, you kind of see her leg with a bite mark, uh, fill with this blue blood that then freezes over and hardens uh, as uh, she kind of reforms part of herself from snow. Like, like Frosty the Snowman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you, Original uh, you, story. You, you recover two points of vitality with those two actions as your as your wounds begin to heal from the, mm -hmm. the magic of your jotant Frosty blood. Uh, what do you do with your third action? Uh, and then I will use one of the points of vitality that I uh, just regained to do an offensive action called um, Shield Barge, which I was trying to use for the Heimlich Maneuver earlier. Uh, but I'm going after the guy that took a part of me because that's mine. Um, so I am going to Shield Barge the uh, frog that is running away. All right, um, I like it. And I can just kind of move through its enemy space. 
uh, and it gives me a little bit of extra, but uh, movement. But I'm going to still roll five dice for my training to try to hit him. Um, sorry, it was eight still, right? Uh, no, it's whatever your uh, whatever your prowess number is in training. That's what you're rolling against to see if you... Oh, increase. right, so 10. Okay, so 10 or better on five dice, and then we will see what kind of damage you do. All right. Um, so I've got two successes uh, on, on my five dice. Perfect. So that's one more than you needed. So what is the strength of your shield bash? Uh, so my shield bash is still, um, it actually, let me just double check on page 41 of the book. I think it still uses my sword. One, uh, spend vitality. I think it's mostly it's a movement thing. Also, because it's an offensive type, I get to uh, do one more pip on one of my deeds, which was partly my goal there. Okay. Uh, for leveling up, but uh, it's it's still the sword, so it's still seven strength. Okay, so uh, plus one because you got one extra success is eight minus uh, one because against piercing or slashing it has one point of protection. So seven dice, uh, and what you're looking for is nine or better. Nine or better. Here we go. Uh, that did not roll well. Uh, so that is one success. Uh, actually, sorry, that's two successes. Um, mm -mm, do I? How many luck points do we get? Uh, there are. You have three points of good luck at the moment, and I have two points of bad luck. So feel free to give me a third point of bad luck if you want. Uh, mm. There's always so in the pool. There's always a number of luck points equal to the number of players plus one, and they just flip back and forth as you use them. So there's always a total of for us five points of luck, whether they're good or bad, just depends on how they're being spent. No, I think Melissa's going to need those more. I will just keep with the two successes. Okay. <laughs> two successes. <laughs> Sorry, I've been rolling so poorly. <laughs> you need all the luck. <laughs> So you bash into this, and and you rock its body. Your blade comes in. Um, mm -hmm. It's still, you know, it moves now. It pivots back towards you, uh, you know, aggressively irritated by your actions. Uh, and it looks still pretty healthy under the circumstances. Uh, who, who uh, so that's everybody's gone except for Denza, who has been vomited out of the gullet of a giant frog 60 feet away into the bog. I will use one, sorry, one more mo, uh, one more vitality to sword and board defense up with my shield without an action. Thank you. Okay. So what, what would you like to do, Denza? You can see the others barely through the deepening, darkening afternoon in the rain uh, through the bog. Uh, you don't think it, it can't be that deep, you don't think, uh, because of how the, the frog jumped out here, but there may be deeper pools uh, somewhere in the middle. So, if my uh, speed is 15 mm -hmm. and I can in one action move up to my speed, mm -hmm. would I be able to be close enough to do something in two actions? Uh, you could do something at range, but remember, this is also difficult terrain, so your speed is halved. So with two actions, you could make it 15. Um, with three actions, you could make it uh, 20, basically. So then I've got a... 
uh, short bow. Okay. Which has a range of 80. Oh, yeah. You could definitely make it with your short bow. Okay. You don't even need to move. Um, okay. Uh, so I've got three guile and no observe. Um, and you, you can do what Sunny did, which is spend one action to aim, which gives you plus one dollar. Oh, right, because since I don't have to move, yeah. I had skipped over that because I thought I needed to move first. Um, so, yes, I will do as Sunny did, and I will aim. So it was one action to equip your bow, second action to aim, third action to fire. Yep. Okay, so then I get an additional dice. No, four target number of 11. And I just need one to hit, right? Uh, that is correct. All right, got 111. Okay, and what is the strength of your short bow? Uh, go back to... Oh, I have it written down here. My short bow is five strength. Okay, uh, so you're going to roll five against its piercing. Uh, so actually, it would be five. It's down to four because it's got one protection value against piercing. So you roll four dice, and you want to get a six or better. Okay, that is two successes. I got an eight and an 11. Wonderful. So... This, you guys, out of the darkness, you see this arrow fly through, comes right between the Jotun's legs, slams into the side of this giant toad's head, and rocks it. You have reduced its vitality to zero, um, so it is a, its evasion, um, its guile is going to drop, uh, and its evasion is going to drop as it has been uh, stunned by the attack. Uh, taking us back around to the top of the order... Um, and that's back to the frog or the toad, uh, the dead toad. So since the dead toad is, well, dead, one of you gets to go. Guys, care if I just do a little bit more stabby stabby? Great. I think I'll cast a spell from a distance and kill it before she can. No, no, no kill stealing. I'm stabbing it now. Um, I'm going to quickly stab it, seeing the fire start to ignite. Uh, that is a 10 and 11, and the rest don't care, so two successes okay. on my five dice. And so its protection value is one, uh, so that takes it down to six. You got one extra, so that takes it back up to seven with your sword. Cool, cool, cool. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. Uh, let's do this. And once again, you're trying to get nine or better. Uh, that is, ooh, um, okay, this time, that's only two successes. Uh, uh, this time I am going to use one of the luck points and re-roll all the dice. All right. It's going to go for a little bit better than that. Uh, one, two, three, four. There we go. Four successes. All right, four. So uh, you're slicing into this thing. In fact, you slice so deep that you you cut off one of its forearms and blood spurts everywhere. And it lets out this horrible croaking noise. But it is still up. You still have two actions. Um, I'm going to... I guess I will. I will do the same thing again. I am. I will try to hit it. Uh, that dice is banished. This one is in. There we go. 
You get three successes. Oh, uh, that is one success. Okay. On a on a one one twelve. Okay. Um, you have one action left. I will do it again. Just gonna keep okay. hacking at this thing. Um, uh, question: Five successes now to hit it. Okay, never mind. Uh, that is no. That will not be any six. Oh, that's one success. So that's not five. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's Steve kill it with just, fire. Well, it's the frog's <laughs> turn now. <laughs> uh oh. Um, and what the frog is going to do is, uh, you're too big to swallow whole, uh, but you have been trying to kill it. So it is going to bite at you, which I think is reasonable under the circumstances. Uh, it has four vigor and its might is nine or plus, nine or better. I got four successes. So that's three extra. What is your protection value? Two, correct? Uh, currently, it's two. I did not sword okay. and board. So that's three extra. The strength of its bite is seven. So it's ten dice against your... What is your toughness defense? Seven. Okay. So seven plus on ten dice. I'll have to roll one of these again. Because I didn't bring enough dice. I was warned that you might need ten or more dice by... A friend over on Garblag, but uh, I failed to get out enough. All right, that's a 12, 7, 8, 12, 9. And I'll re-roll 1 and get a 9. 1, 2, 3, 4, 6 points of damage. Now, your vitality, what's your vitality? 4. Okay, so you go down to 0 vitality. Yes. Uh, it does not go into your wounds, but it goes. You go down to zero vitality, and now you get to decide whether or not you are stunned or weakened. If you're stunned, your guile and and evasion go down by two. If you're weakened, your vigor and toughness go down by two. What would you like um, to choose? With guile, I only have two, so it would bring it down to a zero. Is there more? That's that's not good, right? That would be death. No, no, no. That's not death. It just means you're basically. I mean, you 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 would have zero dice to roll if a guile roll came up until okay. you recovered vitality. Uh, I will take down my guile and sorry. What was the second one? Uh, the second one is uh, you guile and evasion go down by two. Guile and evasion. All right. So we see Frosty rocked by the attack of this giant frog. Its first bite attack at Frosty. Almost her head is reeling from it. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna try to bite her again. Not 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 a lot of luck for that. He's got to get three successes on four dice. Might nine plus. I get an 11, 11, and a 9. Shit you not. That's more than enough successes. Uh, one of the 11s is on the uh, hero dice, so that's four successes. Um, against, you've got one protection, so that takes it down to three, ten, nine dice. The armor does give me two protection. A two protection, eight dice. And remind us all what your toughness was. Seven? Seven. 
Oh, this is as good of a roll. Uh, just two. You take two wounds. Okay. As this frog bites down again on you. Now, it lets go and is going to take its full move action to try to hop away. So you do get an opportunity. You can use your reaction to attack it if you would like. I would like that. Also, uh, Sony Sunny is on my shoulders, so technically in range. <laughs> uh, I know. I don't have a melee weapon, and you're 20 feet tall, so I don't think I can reach. We well, did. Te- I we did. Technically, sure technically only there. eight feet tall, but yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I, I asked her in chat. I'm like, you're not 80 feet tall, are you? Because then I'd be out of range for this attack. So, so, so yeah. I googled like average Jushin height, and they're like somewhere between uh, this much and 100. I'm like, oh, I feel 20. like you're, I feel you're, like Yoda. Or, or, when Luke is kind of going crazy, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, two successes. Two successes. All right. Um, so you are rolling your strength plus one, but it's got a protection value of one. So just the strength value of your sword uh, against its toughness of nine plus. Uh, that is... Ouch. One success. Uh, I'm going to use I'm going to use a luck point and reroll that. I like it. We're down to one point of good luck, four Sorry. points of bad luck. <laughs> um wow. Zero successes. Okay. Oh no. So okay. you go to swing at this toad. Um <laughs> and it just moves a little faster than you're anticipating, and your sword goes down into the bog. Dungeon. Uh, down into the bog, uh, but you still have a hold of it. So uh, the toad starts to move off. Uh, the rest of you can take an action. I'm going to shoot. Uh, I, I it like it. Billy. I was going to tell you to because I don't want to spend the vitality. Our team's going to win. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to do same thing I did before. Same combo. Uh, so quip for or load. Uh, so I'm loading up my... Such and mm-hmm. such. Then I am uh, going to aim to get an extra die. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to fire. Uh, so uh, this puts me at, again, five dice, uh, needing nines. Uh, and here we go. I like it. Uh, let's see. I have is that? I have two nines. Uh, All right. Yeah, I have two, and I, one of them, one of them is is my lolly die. So that's the heroic die. Does that do anything? Yep, yep. So, so that's three okay. successes. All right, so three successes. Uh, then. You only needed one, so that's plus two on the strength of your weapon. Um, right. It has protection one against piercing, so take one dice away. So it's one bonus die. So I'm at seven strength. again. So okay. it should be at seven. seven. Two would have put me up to eight. Down to seven. Yep. Okay. Now its evasion right. because it's stunned has dropped down to four. Okay. So, so fours, fours are better. Are better. All right. Uh, I rolled only one die under four. Uh, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, six successes. Describe your kill. Um, so as uh, as as Frosty is swinging at it, he uh, Sonny is just saying, "It's okay. You can let it go. Calm down. I'll get it. No, no, calm." Stay. As did I. <laughs> and just shoots really fast. Say, you didn't have to exert yourself so much. I had it handled. You gotta trust me. If we're gonna be a team, you gotta trust me. 
And with the frog, like the threat uh, out of the way, the adrenaline dies. The Jotun probably falls down. <laughs> and the whole time, by the way, my my mouth was right up against your ear. When I was saying, <laughs> I, can, I can hear you. <laughs> so, so Frosty takes a knee. Uh, Sunny kills the last of the Darkmire Leaper, but Denza is still 60 feet out in the bog. What do you do? Denza um, assumes that she can figure out where this thing went, and so then she's going back in that direction, so she's going to spend all three of her actions. So... Give me a Probably survival check. Give me a survival check. All right. That's not bad. I've got six. No, oh. no, sorry. <laughs> three minus three. That's that's how that works. Um, all right. Well, in three, looking for an eight. Uh, I got 112. Okay. So, uh, as you're making your way back towards the rest of your party, you do find a couple of areas of deep water, and worse, you find an area of a of a of a sucking bog that you know if you had tripped into would have probably pulled you down long before anybody could have gotten to you. But you're able to navigate your way around that. Uh, it takes you a few minutes to to painstakingly find the path back to them, but exhausted covered in uh, in bile and toad blood and, and stomach acid. Uh, you're able to make your way out of the noxious bog and find your way back to the slightly flooded path where you see Frosty has taken a knee, a little uh, beat up and exhausted herself. Sunny and Billy are there, uh, but the two uh, uh, Darkmire Leapers are dead. What would you guys like to do? You're in the middle of the bog. You think you're about, you can see the 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 moat house in the distance but um it's been a, it's been a kind of a rough row now the way you recover vitality is you cover recover a point of vitality for basically every 30 minutes that you you rest um i think i think it's every 30 minutes let me double check yeah, yeah every 30, 30 minutes, minutes you rest you recover one point of vitality um so you guys can take a you know a rest of some sort here in the bog but there are two bleeding corpses near you so you're you're assuming there may be other predators in the bog but as the game master i'm completely okay if you decide to camp here oh, i imagine that are you okay are like i'm good to go no did, no i'm i'm good i i did, i have a problem with you did, sonny i i want to change teams you you stuck me with denza and i, I i'm not going to be with her anymore hey uh, she, did you she just burst it out of the belly I was here I'm back. Oh, welcome back. Go, go, oh, go. Frosty, glad you didn't go die. Search yourself. Take a breather. No, no, no. Mm. We know how difficult it is for you to speak. Are you okay, Tinsel? That was quite unpleasant. I... You smell yes. just terrible. <laughs> it's normally there would be a, you know, river or something to wash in and that water's worse than the acid that i was just in is it raining still yes it is raining still so the, the rain will wash white there you go oh yes i suppose um frosty do you need a little bit of attending to 
Yes, I hurt. Okay. It's okay. You did a good job. <laughs> Do you have a wound? Climbs back on top of your shoulders after you um, Technically, my leg got pretty mangled. Uh, I froze with uh, take a breath, but uh, it's uh, probably primarily on my leg still. Did you okay. take like any actual wounds? Oh, wounds too. Sorry, yes, two wounds. Oh, an actual steps. wound. Okay. Yes. Um. So I have an herbal salve. So you'll see Denza kind of um, open up her her backpack, um, and then you see her kind of get some things together, um, and she's going to attend to that. This uh, I thought the acid was uh, smelly, but oh, if we don't. If we don't get to this wound, you might lose the leg, and that's a really long leg to lose. I don't think you want to lose that. Regrowing takes a long time. Um, Billy is just being completely petty right now, pulling on Sonny's leg, trying to get him off Frosty, (laughs) and saying, you're going with Denza. No, stop it. They're trying to heal her. Calm down. Now it's your reason she got swallowed in the first place. She you she dropped me the apology. first chance she got. You no, should have held on tighter. You didn't see me falling on Frosty. You both. You're twenty feet up. What? Hey, no, no, we're switching. We're switching. <laughs> no, we're no, 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 no. <laughs> my my hair. <laughs> Oh, Frosty. No, he's got it around your face. (laughs) My eyes. (laughs) Your nose. My nose. Two little gnome fists up the nostrils of your nose. (laughs) Holy God. Gonna crawl up inside. My nose hair. (laughs) I appreciate you, Denza. You, You are the one that they all sing songs about. I prefer to be in the shadows anyway. So what does the healing (laughs) salve uh, do for her? Uh, So outside of combat, it recovers one wound. Okay. So that's a consumable. You use your healing salve and Frosty recovers one wound. Um, In addition, if, if we had a character with medical tools, you could perform a successful medicine check. Uh, that would heal uh, one wound as well. Um, normal healing, a character heal uh, heals one wound for every eight hours of rest. So wound, the, the healing process mechanic in this game for wounds is it's a slow process. So you could you could be walking around wounded for quite a while, um, which is why vitality management is becomes really important when you're using talents and abilities that use vitality. Am I allowed to do take a breath outside of combat where I would spend essentially three actions to get three vitality back? Yeah, because you can do it twice a day at at level one. So this would be your second time. Yes, you absolutely can. I would like to do that. And then uh, we should move on. Uh, Yes. So out of character, just um, because we're kind of bringing these things up. uh, So one of the first level deeds uh, for a wild walker is Strider in chain Strider in training survive four battles against multiple enemies? Okay, so that and is, it was very close, but I did, but survive, you did survive a battle so. with multiple enemies. Me too. I have hero in training as well. Okay. Did anybody Magician else have in training? Any? Um, okay. I also got arcane understanding where I can cast a spell without consuming a runic item. Okay. 
So uh, you guys got one pips in all of those. So your your legend is building uh, even with our with our first encounter. Uh, and I, I just love the dynamic of that, how fluid it is, uh, depending on how you want to focus, how your character operates in and out of combat, really will kind of drive the kinds of deeds that you're completing. Uh, so you continue your march as the rain continues to pelt down. The ruined moat house, the small hillock that it's on, gets closer and closer. Are we continuing with the same observers and same scout scenario? Does Denza let Billy back on her shoulders? Come on, uppies. You're like a dwarf. You're not a gnome. You're kind, you know, you've had a little bit of idea. <laughs> I have the important no, question. Sturdy. Denza has one vitality right now. So <laughs> she's like, she's <laughs> not I mean, in good shape right now. Is... And she just sort of like looks at you like. Yeah, I mean, Billy's almost, <laughs> Billy's, Billy's got to be, he's close to five feet tall and about 200 pounds. And you want to ride a, 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 a Saurian who's five and a half feet tall and about 180 pounds. <laughs> Billy's getting very fed up with the, the party dynamic here. This is not working out in his favor. Okay. Well, if I, if I hold off appear. this, I would drown in the water. So <laughs> I gotta stay. It's just survival. Sorry, I appreciate you, Sunny. It's definitely to be not in better comfort. health. So, you know, deal. As you approach the hillock, uh, the water begins to recede as the, as the land begins to raise and the bog waters flow away. You're still, I mean, the ground is still squishy. Um, it's still a bog. But it's no longer deep water, and the the path up to the old uh, deserted moat house is clear. Um, there are no lights visible from the from the broken down walls surrounding this moat house. As you, but the drawbridge is down over the moat, which still does surround the moat house and is itself filled with water. You can see past the drawbridge into a the darkened barbican that separates uh the entrance to the keep uh into the bailey or Kenza will do as she does she's always gonna kind of do as much of, of a perimeter as she possibly can uh so you're gonna walk around the, the entire uh yep okay. um i'm assuming on this side of the moat Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, is everyone else together. going? Yeah. Okay. I should stick together. Sonny is looking at the top. Keep an I eye up because he's closest to it. So he's looking at the right parts. Follow Denza. So do you do you move off to the east or to the west? Uh, let's start east. east. Okay. As you're going east around the moat, um, it, it begins to get wider and deeper the further east you go. And as you get to uh, the far east corner, southeast corner of, of the old uh, moat house, the tower there has been destroyed and it's just a basic wall of rubble. Uh, but as you get close to that area of the moat, you hear deep croaking noises perhaps four or five in answering calls from within the moat and out in the bog. How wide is the moat? 
Uh, the moat at this point is about 25 feet wide. It was at its most narrow at the drawbridge where it was 10 feet wide, but for the for the majority of what you can see around the moat house, it's between 25 and 40 feet wide. And is like the, the water level of the moat like lower than like the boggish land around it? Or uh, does it just it, kind of blend in? It just sort of blends in at this point. So Denza's going to kind of move over toward the rest. Uh, maybe we just take the bridge. Usually okay. I prefer to well, be for a little more armed, but maybe expediency. And I've I got can, an idea. I yeah. also have an idea. All right, I here, I can release <laughs> no, spores. No, not here. Which will Tell make spores. it harder for others to observe us or hit us with anything ranged. So it's basically a three by three area that's adjacent to me. So basically I um, kind of do my wild shift. And so I've kind of imagined that she kind of has scales that either kind of like all come up together is for the scale kind of a toughness thing, or they sort of like burst open and release the spores. And so then basically it sort of would make this kind of little spore cloud that we could all kind of walk in. Cool. And what is the cost for using your uh, adaptation? Is it is it one wound for the 24 hours? So it is, in order to trigger any adaptation, it's a wound for 24 hours. Spore specifically then is the spending to vitality. Okay. And that lasts um, five plus level rounds. So okay. six. Six rounds. Okay, so you've got this 15-foot, basically, fog of spores around the floor of you as you're moving back towards the drawbridge. Um, uh, hold on, though. I think physically. we can combine the two plans here. By all means. So what is your plan? If the lassie wants to do the spores, that's fine. I, I do not can if I want to walk in a cloud of spores, but uh, it'll be fine. Um, I am going to summon a barrier... I'm losing my accent horribly here. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm spending two. <laughs> no, I'm I'm using one of my scrolls. Uh, oh no, Lassie I didn't take a scroll. That'll get you there. Lassie, how would William <laughs> Wallace say it? I'm going to summon a barrier, and I draw glowing runes in the air and summon a ghostly blue ten foot wide barrier that blocks movement and attacks, but not line of sight or airflow. And I'd like to create a bridge into that opening. Uh, over the moat that we could just walk across with this barrier. Uh, you can walk across the moat, but there's no opening in the wall to. I thought the reach. the wall collapsed. the The tower had collapsed into a wall of rubble, so it's there, I mean, there's you no way in through that rubble. You could try to scale the rubble if you want uh, and go over the wall. What do you guys think? Do you want to just go in the front door, or do you want me to oh, no. make a bridge? I mean, I call rope. Okay, like an um, we can try to climb the wall, or you know, use it as like a guiding line or something if we go over. I'm trying to use my spell in a cool way, though. I mean, you're casting spells. That's just cool. You don't have to. All right, so we're going through the front door. It's fine. <laughs> I literally just we got a cloud of spores, but we can't go over a magic bridge. It's okay. I'm not sad. I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm not going to be petty. 
I need you to bring it down. There's like a family of toads nearby and they're gonna eat all of us. So just, <laughs> it's you're at like a dark so light the a torch. Stores, they can't see us, but they can still hear us. <laughs> the dark and spores, so we want a torch. Maybe we wait until we get across and can peek inside. Because, like, if we light a torch, we might see better. But they can see us, too, if there's anyone inside. Okay. We got a creep, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whenever I get this, sorry, place, Aaron. I, just, I just have to do that. I'm sorry. No, I love so, it. We rested long enough for me to get up to three vitality so that I can spend the two vitality to okay. release the spores and go back down to one vitality. I love I'll it. take an extra three vitality. So, so two. So two vitality. Billy's giving everyone the silent treatment. <laughs> As Billy pouts, you return Darn. to the uh you return to the drawbridge. What's, yeah, what's... I think so. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. Before we um, cross that, if it's all right. Mm -hmm. I would like to uh, take a peek at it. Sonny I mean, Kaboom. Wonderful. Yeah, let's, let's everyone use all their abilities except Billy. You know, you know. let's get some spores. Let's get Billy, some, you know, spyglass. Billy, Billy, shh. I'll seriously <laughs> think frogs are going to come kill us if you don't shut the F up. You know, I'm just, I love you, buddy. <laughs> so uh, Sonny just wants to, as best he can, just assess it. Like, is this a viable thing we can cross? He's, you know, he's a tinker. He's knows machinery. So would this be like a craft or an operate? Like, can he roll something like that? Yeah, give me an operate. Uh, difficulty two check. All right. So I got four training, uh, okay. and I've got two in operate. So it's basically my crossbow essentially. So I need uh, two two nines or higher. That is correct. I got exactly two nines. Like literally so as okay. you're looking over the drawbridge, um, it looks decrepit, but you can tell it's been reinforced recently. But more importantly, you can see that somebody in the middle of the drawbridge has laid down a false, uh, false board. And you can tell based on the way they're leveled and laid and with your background as a dark delver, uh, that those are basically paper thin and that more than likely there is a spike trap that's been laid beneath them. Okay. Whispering very carefully into Frosty's wonderful freezing ear and telling her everything that I'll just observe. If I go across this way, don't step right there because then it's a spike trap and everything. I think we're probably okay. okay. It looks reinforced, but just don't step on that spot. He's... Don't tell Billy, though. Let Billy step. I'm just kidding. No, Billy, you don't want to step on that spot either. <laughs> Understood. Who are you, Denza? Who are you? No, no one step on that spot. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cast Summon Barrier <laughs> over the drawbridge. <laughs> You're playing yourself. So that we physically cannot step on the spot. I love it. I love it. So, uh, so what's it look like when you summon this barrier? You were describing it before, but tell us now. I am pouting. Uh, and then I have to pull out, uh, my, uh, stone runes to actually cast the spell because I don't have a scroll or anything. So I'm just, uh, going through, uh, my spell book essentially. Um, and I am looking, maintaining just 
fierce eye contact with Sonny as I cast the spell out loud as loud as I can, like, speak without shouting. I like it. I like it. Uh, and this, this. Oh, you're asking barrier. about magic. I was just trying to show how petty I am. No, I like the pettiness too. Uh, and the, and so this this barrier flows across the 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 down to drawbridge, um, using one of Billy's scrolls, I assume. Uh, no, no, I had to spend the vitality. Oh, you spent uh, the vitality. Did we all gain the vitality then? Yeah, you would. You would have each gotten. A, you would have each okay. gotten three vitality. Yeah, because it was just a time. It was a time spend. Yep. Yep. Um, so okay, the, so the barrier goes down and you're able to easily walk across the drawbridge. Uh, and there's a bit, there's a large opening here. You can tell there used to be a set of double doors leading into, um, into the, into the Barbican. Uh, but they've rotted away or been torn down. All you see within is darkness. But you assume the Barbican can't be more than 20 feet wide before it leads out into the Bailey. If you want, I can snake ahead and see if I can see anything first. And then I can scuttle back and let you know. Unless Billy wants to cast Fireball inside and make it all easy to see. I don't think eh. he does. Green, like if anything plan. happens... Wow! Oh, like she lifts me. Uh, so yeah, can Sunny try to sneak carefully up ahead? Like and, and like see if he can sort things out, mm -hmm. being very careful where he puts his feet and all that kind of sort that kind of stuff. So stealth in, see if he can get like some more info. Uh, absolutely. Uh, is this shadow? Yep. Okay. So I have a five in guile, uh, and one in shadow. Uh, so I need 10. So I got five dice and I need 10s. And let's see this. Yeah, I've got anything that helps with this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got two successes. I got a 12 on my lolly die, which is my hero die, and a 10. Uh, so two successes. So, uh, you guys just see Sunny sort of disappear into the darkness. You don't hear a sound. You don't see him. Um, shades of Zamir. Might come to your mind as just as attractive. Sunny disappears uh, into the <laughs> into the blackened depths of the Barbican. Sunny, give me. We're gonna do an opposed roll here. Give me an observe your observation roll. Okay. Against right. somebody else's roll. The good news is I've got five no. goil. The bad news I've got no observe. So it's just <laughs> five dice needing an eleven. Hey, I got two. No, yeah, I got two. I got a 12 and an 11. There we go. Wonderful. Nice. Okay. Um, I got three on my roll. That's more. Uh, that's more, just by one, but it it, it matters. Um, as something moves above you. Let's go into initiative. Frosty. Sunny. <laughs> Sunny. Uh, you, can roll, you can roll either observe or tactics. Uh, against um, this creature that has uh, got the drop on you. I'll do observe again because uh, I have more dice. Uh, tact I do have actually a point in tactics, but I only have two points in education. I'm not particularly well educated. So let's give it a go. This. I've got four successes. I got two. Okay. Just um, two. 
so what happens? Uh, you hear something rustling above you. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. Uh, and then this blast of webbing comes down to uh, in web at you. So we're gonna we're gonna do a ranged attack. Oh no! Observe against it's ten. I didn't get any successes, but I do have four points of bad luck. So I'm gonna spend one of those. Thanks, guys. That's great. Sounds bad. <laughs> okay, I got two successes on that. Um, if successful, the target suffers a strength eight restraining attack versus evasion. Um, I got a, a plus one, so that's nine dice. What is your evasion check? Nine. Oh, that's a terrible roll. I will spend another point of bad luck because I rolled nine Thanks, dice and got guys. no successes. Let's uh let's now see. we've got like three back to us. We, we you do. Go. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. That's better. I got a I got an eleven on my hero die and another eleven. Uh plus three nine, so that's five. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. lot. Um, that's a lot. So you have the restrained five condition. Okay. Uh, okay. You get out of being restrained on your turn by the same things that, that Denza had to do. Uh, or somebody can help you with either might or prowess. So with its first action uh, and one vitality cost to do it, the death silk spider in webs our young gnome friend. Um, I'm going to convert... No, I'm gonna leave it. We're not gonna make you blind too. We're just gonna we're just gonna make you in, in restrained. Um, with its second action, uh, it is gonna drop down onto you and try to bite you with its venomous fangs. This is its second Sorry. action, though, so it's got to get three successes on this. Uh, so it makes a bite attack. Uh, that's its might. So that's five vigor dice against a nine or better. But he's got to get three successes. I got a 12 and an 11 and a 1. Um, so I'm going to spend my last... No, I've got two points of bad luck left. I'm going to spend one more point of bad luck and just see if we can get this attack off. I just want to point out, Aaron just spent three points of bad luck on this turn. I, I, I got <coughs> it, but it, it failed. <laughs> It failed. Okay. Uh, regardless, um, so this thing on second attack comes down. You see this these giant dripping fangs. From what you can finally see is this this spider. It's eight eyes staring at you, but you're still able to move enough to get out of the way of its fangs. Um, and seeing that its attack failed, uh, with its third and final action. It is going to place a nest of webbing around the area to make it difficult terrain for anybody who's going to move into it. it needs to it make shot a craft roll. It moved and it attacked, right? Oh, that's a good eight. point. It moved. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's all three of its actions. Um, okay. Sonny is immediately going to go and he's going to ah, ah, and just smack himself where the uh, where his belt is. And then a second Sonny will appear right next to Billy, Denza, Frosty, etc. 
uh, as I'm going to use the active uh, of my provisional bilocator, my, my provisional bilocator to uh, until the beginning of my next turn, I'm present in two locations. Um, nice. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's one. It's going to uh -huh. cost two vitality. Second action, readying my, uh, equipping my, uh, my crossbow. And third action, ah, ah, spider! <laughs> and I'm just going to fire uh, back I love in it. the direction <laughs> I love where it, it was. Uh I love that relic. It's got uh, it's, it's so much fun. Okay. Uh yeah, go for it. All right. So so with with the attacks, so one thing I, I was I was a little unclear about the attacks. Is it the is it your second attack that gets the extra different yeah, like if, you, if, it, it's not if the it's, extra actions, right? It's not the extra action. It's the okay. second attack action. So like on the spider, the web blast is an attack action, and then the bite was a second attack action. That's why it had to be. That's why I increased the difficulty. Okay. So, all right. So I'm going to use my training. I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not aiming because I don't have enough actions. Uh, so I'm just going to use four dice. Uh, I do have operate, uh, <laughs> two levels of operate. So I'm looking for nines. Uh, and I got a 12 and a 10. So that's two successes. Wonderful. Uh, then I will roll, so six plus an extra die for the extra success, so it's seven. Minus two versus... for, its protection value is two versus piercing, so it's hard chitinous body, so it reduces your strength by two. Okay, so it's going to take me down to five. I'm rolling five dice for damage, and it's what am I targeting? Ten, oh, evasion, sorry, eight plus. Evasion. Eight, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, that's four. I got four. I got a nine. I got a 10. I got 11 and I got a 12. Nice. Street. Nice. So you take a, a, a hard shot, yeah. um, deep <laughs> into the spider's body, uh, and it recoils, but doesn't look hurt bad enough to really dissuade it from its meal, but it definitely is. Don't hurt the other me. Don't <laughs> hurt the other me. As there is a second study that's still beneath the spider. Is the spider still on top of it? That's my turn. All right. The uh, other three of you, you now see, I mean, still in darkness, but you see Sunny pop next to you, fired across the bolt, a giant form moving in and around a cocooned body. Um, is, I'll do we... go real quick because I'm not actually going to do an attack. Sure. Um, I am just going to prepare for the next round. I'm going to draw two of my scrolls. Uh, both of them are firebolt. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to spend my third action to take cover uh, okay. around like a door or rubble or anything nearby. Perfect. Oh, no, there's a spider in that corner. Giant spider. Yeah. Death silk spider. Size of a VW bug. Um, do we have enough movement to get to that form or, uh, or is it going to take like two, two movement actions? Just one. Just one Just movement one? action. You can get there. Okay. Um, then I'm going to move into close combat, even though it's difficult terrain. Yes. Yeah, okay. You're fine. You're fine. You still have, you've got enough movement for it. All right. Uh, and then... actually it's, it's actually not difficult terrain because as, as Jeff pointed out, I had used all three True. of my actions before. Uh, the Death Silk Nest. Stay away from Sunny. So uh, Frosty is going to move into close combat. Uh, she is going to then take a strike with her sword. 
Um, so what, uh, what do I need to, I still need to do how many, just one success for this? One success. Okay. Uh, that is, uh, one success. All right. So your blade is going to come down true against its chitinous hide. Uh, you need to roll the strength of your sword, which is seven minus mm -hmm. its protection value against slashing, which is two. So you get five strength dice and you need a tens or better. Against Tons its toughness. So I'm just switching out some of these dice. I just, I think this one rolls better. Okay. Uh, ooh, yes. Okay. Of my, uh, of my five dice, I've rolled four of them, ten and above. Nice. And nothing doubles with my special dice. Okay. I just had to double check. <laughs> All right. So uh, you strike down hard against this thing's chitinous hide and it starts to crack and you you see some things oozing but once again uh this is a giant spider and it's pretty tough it doesn't seem to have slowed it down too much that's two of your three actions what would you like to do with your third action i would like to raise my shield <laughs> not, not that's that's pretty smart all right denta you were the last person to act what would you like to do uh, so Denza is going to uh, equip her short um Oh, bow. that's true. I would have had to equip my sword. Sorry, that would have been an action, which okay. means I'll use a vitality to do sword and board. Okay. All right. I like it. Thanks for keeping me honest. So I am going to equip. Actually, before I equip, I'm going to... Um, Swallow a tincture for one action so that I have more than one vitality. Mm -hmm. um, so that gives me two vitality instantaneous. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to equip. Then I'm going to shoot. So right. I'll have to skip the aiming this time. Um, so that's going to be um, three dice that I'm rolling and they all need to be 11 or higher. Um, and I, let's see, I miss. You got four points of luck. You could spend one if you want. Um, I guess I will. I think we're nearing the end of time um, for the night. Yep. Not sure Minus if we wise because I'm aiming for like 11s and 12s. So statistically, I'm not sure that, yeah, no, no. Okay. Uh, so you fire off into the darkness, uh, but you're unable to connect with the spider, bringing it back to its turn. And this, this giant death silk spider rears up, uh, and its four front legs and mantles, uh, flex out and it lets out this horrible rearing screech, uh, and all non-arachnids, which is everybody here. Uh, within uh, within 30 feet, suffer a strength 7 frightening attack against their defiance. So, what is your defiance score? Nine. Damn. Sorry, is that Six. everybody? Eight. Everybody, yep. Oh, everybody. Eight for me. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so okay. I'm the chicken shit. Okay, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get it. I've got super low evasion, though. I only have six for evasion. Uh, so, uh, Billy, evasion. you're unaffected by this, uh, 
at all. It doesn't even phase Billy. Um, Frosty, what would you say yours was? Eight. Eight? Okay, two. So you um, take the, you have two uh, of the frightened condition. Uh, And what does frightened mean? Uh, While you're frightened, you have a one dice penalty to all actions and your defiance is reduced by two. Uh, so you've got until you recover from being frightened, which is either composure or tactics, uh, you have and you've got two of those. You've got that. And Sonny, you said yours was uh, six. But I my mother was an arachnid, though. I'm not sure if I had that in my backstory. That's that's interesting. <laughs> yours is still also only two, though. OK, uh, you have two frightened conditions. And Denze, yours was nine, nine. Uh, I got two nines. That's what those were two high die. So you also have two frightened condition. Uh, but that was a two action uh, and cost two vitality for it to do. So uh, it's looking you think it did it out of fear. It was not expecting to get um, attacked so fiercely. Uh, it was hoping for just a gnome sized snack. Uh, but with its one remaining action, it will. I do want to point out because I want to be fair. I do uh-huh. have my other person is there, and you can still mm-hmm. attack it just like normal. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's that's that is what he is. What this spider yeah. is going to do is he's going to bite down, um, not with not not and inject venom into you because I'm not going to use the venomous attack. I'm just going to use the bite attack, uh, and that is a might attack. So that's five vigor dice. Uh, 10, 12, 9, 8, 4 successes against its might. Uh, so that adds 3 to the damage. The bite is 9, so that's 12 dice. What is your protection value against one. Uh, piercing? Okay, uh, so 1. 11. You have dice. And what that's is true. your, what's your toughness? 7. Seven. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Uh, seven points of damage as these spiderous fangs dig through the cocoon that your original body was in and begins to, you know, try to rip parts of your body away to liquefy later. Good news, bad news situation. Bad news, down to zero vitality on the dot. So that's not good. Um, so I got to do the thing where I'm either stunned or stunned or weakened. weakened. Yep. Yeah. So um, weakened, be- weakened basically reduces your vigor and toughness, uh, and stunned reduces your guile and evasion. I will do uh, weakened. I don't want to okay. reduce my guile. So those are those are both reduced by two. And then um, until you get a point of vitality back. Right. And so then I'm going to say start of my turn. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that you just attacked that they're like, ah, ah, like a chew toy with a dog just poof disappears as I'm going to choose the other one to be where smart. I'm at. And so and, and so I'm just going to like whisper over to Billy like, yeah, but just yeah, but just see your eyes flash like your life. It's just oh, it's horrific. Anyhow. Um, and that's not an action that just does, it just happens. Mm-hmm. And then I'll load, aim, and I'll fire into the, into the darkness. I like it. 
So I have a frightened. I'm frightened too. So does that affect that? So that's minus two. Minus one. Minus one die uh, okay. unless you reduce that frightened condition. Okay. Oh no, he's terrified right now. So I'm just gonna let it go. Uh, so I would have gotten up. So basically, it cancels out with aim. I think. Mm-hmm. Basically, okay. yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, that is going to be three successes because I have a match with an eleven with my hero die. Uh, so nice. It's going to be three successes. Um, so that's oh, plus sorry. two dice. That's four successes. I actually have a plus. nine too, and I forgot that I'm rolling. I'm rolling training, so it's it's. I have two and operate. So that's a, that's a that's a that's four successes. Nice. So that's uh, three additional successes. Its protection value against piercing is two, so it's plus two strength dice net against okay, net. its against okay. its evasion of eight. All right. So that's. So if it's plus two, that means I'm rolling eight. Uh, and I need eights. That went the well nowhere close to the box. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, that's a six. So three. I got three successes. Okay, so the bolt fires into it. It pierces through its chitinous body and digs deep into the ichor within it, reducing its vitality to zero. Um, I think that it makes sense for it to be weakened, so its vigor and toughness are going to be reduced by two. Okay, and I'm also really dumb. I should have used the elusive action. I totally forgot that I had it, uh, but that's fine. As I was the victim of the attack. My bad. Next time. All right, so who's next? It's next. Spider's already gone, so it's... it's I mean, I'll one shoot of, it. If I slash at it, <laughs> I want to go last because my my stuff uh, costs resources. So I'd rather save them if I can. Okay, I I'll think Stephen needs to go next for some reason. Suddenly, <laughs> all right, I cast fireball on Frosty. Let's see your melt. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's Ouch. summer sun. So I have a question: with uh-huh. um, if I'm frightened too, does that mean it's a two dice penalty? Nope, it's just one dice penalty, but okay. uh, you have two. It takes condi- two rounds to get out. Well, yeah, it takes two successes to reduce the reduce it to zero, which would re- which would take the penalty away. Okay, and so I could spend one action to try to get. Yes, it it doesn't matter though because I, I would still then only be down to one, and I'm still going to have the penalty. So I might as well just YOLO. All right. Okay. So I'm going to aim. Mm-hmm. Which takes away the, the, well, the, then, the reduction. Yeah. So then I can just roll straight three. Yep. No. no. Okay. You um, got you got luck. Then I will mm, I have confidence in the rest of my team. So okay. I'm just going to spend my third action. Oh, sorry. I would have needed to reload. Then aim. Are then you using shoot, a bow or a crossbow? It is a short bow. I don't know. It has the load. Bow. It has oh, the it load. Does? Um, it's, okay. Yeah, it's two handed and load one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you okay. loaded, you aimed, you fired. <laughs> shoot you off into space again. Arrow psh, goes off into the into the barbican. Uh, who is next? I will slash at it. Okay, I won't so make Stephen use Rosty his resources. Rosty moves into the dark to slice out at the at the spider. I do, I do. 
I have rolled, ooh, no successes. Um, so I am going, we're full luck again. I gave you uh, so much luck. Yeah, you, yeah. Guys have, you guys have three points of good luck at the moment. So spend away. I will. Uh, good luck next time, Jeff. Uh, there we go. Two successes. Wonderful. There so you that's go. One more than you needed. So uh, it's protection value against uh, slashing is two. Oh. So you're strength minus one at the moment. Sorry. I also got my special dice matches my other one that was a success. I got two 11s and my special dice was one of them. So that okay. is actually three. Three successes. Okay. So then you got two more than you needed, which offsets the protection value. Uh, so it's just your straight seven strength for your long sword. Love it. And you're going against its toughness, which has been reduced by two because it is weakened. So now it's eights or better. Eight or better. Here we go. Uh, that is two successes. Two successes? Okay, so your, <laughs> your blade bites deep. Uh, you half sever one of its eight legs. Um, you have two actions left. I am... I think I'll do one more slash. I know it's three successes on the second one, right? Um, I'm gonna correct. I'm gonna go one more time. See if I can get some successes here. Uh, cannot. Um, and then I will use my last action to raise my shield again. Wonderful. And so that leaves us with uh, Black Lotus, Billy. All right. I do play Skyrim style, so I try to hoard everything until I absolutely need to use it, but it appears that the need has arisen. Uh, I will cast just right in the corner so that you glitch through <laughs> and then glitch back and never take any damage. Yeah. Uh, I will cast Firebolt. Uh, I will spend, I'll cast it from one of the scrolls I pulled out, um, and I will spend all three actions to cast it. Uh, so I'm doing Arcane, uh, which Occult... Four arcane one, so I'm looking for tens on four dice. Now, are you? Are you said you're doing it from a scroll? Uh, from a scroll? from the scroll? Yes. So I think the scroll can only be cast as a one action. It doesn't cost any vitality, but I think oh, it can really? only be cast as a one action. Yep. I missed that. I'm sorry. No, I'm double checking, but I believe that is correct. Yeah, you're right. If they were the one action version of the spell. Okay. Uh, but I I got a success. Uh, so that's going to be strength seven, Lynn, for the one action okay. uh, versus evasion. Evasion is eight. Um, right. It does have a one defense, though, against energy damage. So so I'm rolling six dice looking for eight or higher, right? Eight or higher. Eight or higher. Uh, that is three successes on four dice. All right. Wow. Good. Uh, just the three successes. Describe what it looks like when you burn away the life of this death silk spider. So Billy stops pouting for just a moment uh, and he snaps his fingers and a fireball appears in his hand and he sees everyone just whacking, uh, slashing at the spider and he just throws it in an arc and it kind of lobs over their heads and then just lands on top of the spider and it hits some of the web and it just goes up in flames. I like it. And then the the light of the flames uh, lights up the interior of the Barbican. 
Uh, you could see a couple of other cocooned bodies uh, other than Sonny's other body. Um, or did that just completely disappear? Uh, completely disappear. Oh, my God. Okay. Could you imagine if this was like... Leave bodies like the, like the prestige. <laughs> there you oh, go. no. But there are other cocooned bodies in here. And you can see across the Barbican in the light of the fire, double doors that are closed that you assume lead out into the bailey of the moat house. And that is where we are going to leave it tonight. We will return next week for our, our last session of Heroic Deeds as we see our beaten, bruised, and battered party uh, enter the moat house and see if they can track down uh, the missing partner uh, and find the magic key. So I, I hope everybody had a good time. Please point out anything that I screwed up because uh, I'm sure there is plenty. Uh, but I still hope you had fun with it. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to turn it back over to you uh, to tell us about all the wonderful things that are going on. Sure, sure, sure. We should uh, we should plug Heroic Deeds up on Kickstarter now. Uh, very, very close as of this recording. I think was closing in on 90% funded with still some time left. With still several well, several days yeah, 15, left. Uh, 15, 15 days 15 left. 15 days. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely going to, to fund. So you should hop on over, take a look. Uh, if you're watching this later on uh, on VOD, YouTube, etc., check out the show notes. If you're listening to this as well uh, on the podcast feed, same thing. Uh, I'll put links to the Kickstarter and all of those places. So go pop over and take a look. Uh, and there also is a Heroic Deeds Discord. So it's specifically for disc, uh, for for Heroic Deeds. If you're interested in sort of chatting about the, the sort of the behind the scenes, see what people are, are doing with it. That's another place to go take a look as well. Uh, so yeah, I think think that's that's heroic deeds as for us um well what do we have next uh thursday i think we got some werewolf the apocalypse you can see everyone with the exception of steven uh as we are playing through some uh werewolf the apocalypse we are uh likely concluding uh as we are assaulting a um a base a paramilitary base that definitely it doesn't have weird stuff hidden inside of it uh friday uh we're doing some delta green where melissa uh tried to kill steven so that's fantastic that's really that's excited. Not the I, I've done that myself many times, and I've enjoyed yeah. it every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, character numbers yeah. three and three. I think yeah. I enjoy it a little bit less or a lot less. <laughs> she felt so guilty afterwards, and I'm like, why? It's Steven. If anyone deserved that, it's Steven. Like, this was Ashley, that's one thing. But, like, it's Steven. <laughs> I've literally left her characters for Didn't dead, Steven and that's what she did. Did you first two? Together. The very first time you played together, you <laughs> shut a door on her and mothership, and she nearly got killed by a spider. Uh, and then you died twice at the end. It was great. Uh, and so... <laughs> After Delta Degree, we got Call of Cthulhu on Saturday, uh, doing some Eternal Lies. On uh, Monday, we got a special one-shot. Our buddy Chuck, uh, speaking of Kickstarter games, uh, our buddy Chuck is running Teenage Odyssey. Uh, his game's going up on Kickstarter tomorrow, Valentine's Day, and you can kind of see how it's played uh, next Monday. And uh, next Tuesday, we'll be back for Heroic Deeds. Uh, and then, Aaron, what else do you have going on over at Garbo? Well, on Garblag, normally you'd be able to turn tune in tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 9 p.m. in Great Britain and watch us continue our Marvel, Marvel Multiverse Cataclysm uh, of Kang. But since tomorrow is Valentine's Day and everyone decided it would probably be the end of all of our marriages and or our lives to even consider such a thing, we opted to skip. So come back to Garblag on Thursday. Um, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time instead and catch P. 
Pete Lattimore himself, the author of Heroic Deeds, running Heroic Deeds as he takes uh, his group uh, through the adventures there uh, against the Red Hand of Doom classic adventure. He's been running it for a while. So if you want to see a master run this game, check that out on Thursday. Then come back next Tuesday at the same time for Millie, who will be continuing her Coriolis campaign. Perfect. Uh, and then uh, I swear like there's something else. Stephen, is there something else that we're forgetting to to, to mention? Okay. All right. So we're going to yes, go ahead and raid. Sing- what? Oh, that's right. We have a Discord now. Steven is being a brat. Uh, he's not role playing. I have he's never been a brat in my entire up. life. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm making my own game. Uh, speaking of all these games coming out, I'm working on mine, uh, and it is an active play testing right now. And if you want to play it with me, uh, just hop in the Discord. Uh, and in the rules channel, uh, there's a little message where you can just click on a cowboy hat emoji. And you'll get opted right into the channel uh, where you can see all the events that are scheduled. And uh, you can talk to me about the game and we can uh, find a time to play together. Uh, And occasionally some of these other people show up, too. So who knows? You might get to hang out with all of us. That is true. Uh, That is very, very true. Uh, I think Kipser and Melissa are actually going to get to play it for the first time this week. So very excited. All right, that's it for us. Thanks to everyone who hung out and watched us. Thank to all of you who watched this later on stream. Aaron, thank you for running this. Pete, thank you for making this. And uh, yeah, we're going to raid someone else. Have a great rest of your night. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Good night.